The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. Welcome to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And it's a good day to be a Yankee fan, I guess, because we're alive. This is week two of a baseball list, baseball podcast. Um, COVID-19 still out there, uh, still doing its thing. And uh, we don't have any baseball to talk about. So we're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about coronavirus. We're going to talk about... I mean, this is going to be the number one Joe Exotic podcast in all the land. Um, and we're just going to try to mix it up and get a little weird and, and give you some content. I've been doing daily podcasts. Uh, two of them have come out already. There'll be another one uh, tomorrow because you're listening to this on Wednesday. And then on Friday is ladies night. I've got a lady who I recorded with every Friday. If I can get a lady, we'll do a lady. Hey, now. Um just talking weird, different Yankee stuff. I think so far I've done favorite Yankee at each position and um, a bunch of what ifs today to, uh, on Tuesday. On Thursday is what ifs. Uh, no, is um, someone thinks Joe Torre is overrated. So I talked that out. Yeah. So we talked that out. That's a hot take. Yeah, spicy take. He was like, I don't think you. I didn't think you were gonna pick me because of that. And I was like, No, no, that's exactly what I'm looking for. No, we need the spice. Yeah, yeah we need the spice. I'm looking for spicy arguments that I can definitely win. <laughs> I guess that take is just well, he had all the talent, and all he had to do was sit there, and he had Mariano, and he was kind of gifted that roster. I, I could see how you can make. There's the a argument. little I mean, bit of that. Sure. There's a little bit of that. Um, I just I thought it was a, a very weak argument, but it's an interesting conversation. Um, so. Uh, I'll tweet it out again. There's a form. You just fill it out. Something Yankee, Anything Yankees you want to talk about, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Doing episodes every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. They're like 20 minutes, so just uh, so check them out. Um, Nick, I'm going to be honest. I've been worrying. I've been thinking about you more than I thought I would when we decided to be partners on this. And... I'm just I'm worried about you, man. There's no claw mark claw marks on the wall so far. 
So not yet. Yeah, you haven't started getting out. How are you doing with uh, isolation? It's tough, you know. Uh, Friday, I uh, didn't do much. Saturday, me and Jamie just did a power hour. And we put like, you know, you, where it's an hour and you take a shot of beer yeah. every minute and the song changes. That, that was nice. That was so fun. Something I, a little different. I We're being creative. Dude, I mean, we can do we can do a power hour podcast one of these weeks. That would be fun. So the I, end of it would be fun. So my original. So I used to have a podcast, Yuppie Junk. I'm wearing my Yuppie Junk hoodie right now. Um, before that, it was a blog. So in like 2009, it was just a blog. I wrote like six to eight blogs every day while I was at work, not doing a good job at work. And um, every, I think it was Thursday, I did a a podcast, a Power Hour podcast. I think I had a flip phone, so I like I didn't know how to access podcasts. I didn't know like where it went, um, and I had like a buddy do it. It would be me. And uh, me and my buddy Jerm, and then we'd like mix in other roommates. I lived, you know, four guys. And we would do a power hour and just talk about like current events and just shoot the shit. And it had like a live chat. Um, and yeah, and so that's what we did. And then I did it once when Yuppie Junk was just a podcast. And I actually, this weekend, because people who listen to Yuppie Junk always want me to bring it back. I haven't done it in like two years. It was, it's the way more than two years, actually. Uh, and it's like the most ridiculous, I say the, the weirdest shit on there, podcast. And people always ask for it. And I hit up my old co-host and was like, yo, you want to run this back for one episode? Like, do you have seven beers in your house? And uh, so far, he has not bit. I feel like maybe I could get him this weekend. But yeah, doing a power hour, that's so like young in love, like couple. Um, it was fun. It's harder than I remember. Like by the end, you're, you, kind of, you know, where you kind of like losing focus, you're getting full and the songs feel like they're changing mad quicker. Like in the beginning, it's easy. Like after 10, 15 minutes, then by like minute 40, you're like, Oh, kind of, I don't know if I want to finish this. What? Yeah, five, it's five years in an hour, right? Seven. Cause it's, I it's, seven? it's seven. Yeah. Cause, okay. I thought it was, I figured one ounce one ounce shot, ounce and a half, sixty a shot. Ah, uh, okay. Half. Well, there you go. I guess it is seven. Yeah. There you go. Did you? Yeah, it's uh, a lot. What was the power hour? It was just like a music video. We just put on the TV. It was like a music video mix of like you know top hits from the last twenty years or something. Nice. And we just had Coors Light. I mean, you got to do a light beer. You're crazy yeah. if you do anything else. We just had the Coors Lights, and then you know whenever we. Uh, Whenever there was a lull in the action, I'd run run to the fridge, make sure the mountains were cold, and, and just keep it rolling. <laughs> mountains are blue. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. So we did that from like five to six. Then it was like, oh, you know, now we're drunk at six and we can't go out. Now like, you're, <laughs> you're drunk at six o'clock in your apartment with your girlfriend, but at least she's like still your girlfriend. Like being right. dr- just being drunk in my house with my wife, it sounds like a fucking nightmare. Well, yeah, you say you guys don't really drink at home. I don't drink at home ever. Ever, right? Yeah. So another thing I'm thinking, so you've seen, I have like, I have a fully stocked bar. Like there's very few things you could be like, hey, I want a drink and I'm like, oh, I don't have it. You know, I, I have pretty much everything. I have, I keep some beers just in case, like for company. I have exactly 32 different types of alcohol. I don't drink at home. I'm thinking about doing a bracket. Might <laughs> as well. About- I'm thinking about just one day being like, here's the bracket of 32 and just laying it all out and just getting absolutely tanked. No, that'd be fun. That'd I'm trying fun to figure to do. it yeah, out. No, you format. always have every time. Yeah. I mean, you always have beer in the fridge and then the full liquor cart. And I just don't. Obviously, drink Sailor Jerry at the top. Yeah. 
It's all, but it's all for like guests. Like if someone comes over, like you've come over, we've done the show, had a beer, like I'll have a beer. But like after this, like I'm not just, I'm not just going to have a beer in my house. I just never do. I've never been like, I, I just yeah. need one. I'm a, uh, one, uh, it's 10's not enough, one's too many for me. Like I only drink to get drunk. 10's not enough, one's too many. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. See, I'm, I'm fine. I'll do like the four or five a lot, like the nice middle ground. Not nah, like that. Um, doesn't Jamie's do like, anything. we could do a, Jamie's like, we could do a drinking cleanse now. I'm like, we're going to take away the only fun thing that we still have left. Like <laughs> I've already lost everything else. Like look, this is not the time for that. All the, is your, is the gym in your building open? No, gym's closed, pool's closed. Yeah. Everything's closed. You can't even sit in the little courtyard anymore. So, yeah, yeah. it's pretty, so pretty like, brutal. I have done nothing positive for my body since this has started, like a week ago. Last week, I was like, oh, well, next week I'll do it. I've just done nothing. Now, people are just like, oh, here's a 10 push-up challenge. Get the fuck out of here. I'm good. I, I think I've really mastered like my relationships with people. Cause I've never been challenged to any one of those challenges. No ice, no buckets, ice bucket challenge. Nothing. Remember that I have like, I have a ton of friends, but everyone knows don't waste my fucking time. I'm not going to do it. They're stupid. Those challenges are stupid. Just work out on your own. Do 10 pushups. I saw like Kevin Hayes from the flyers did it and challenged Bryce Harper. And it's like, you guys are pro athletes doing <laughs> 10 pushups. Fuck. I would hope Bryce could do 10 pushups. Yeah. Fuck are we talking Bryce. about here? Um, yeah, man, it's the days all kind of blend together at this point. They're all the same. Like my Saturday's the same as Monday, is the same as yeah, Thursday. My daughter started like crying at like six fifteen in the morning on Saturday and I got up and my wife was like, No, no, I'll get her and I was like, No, you gotta work and she was like, It's Saturday and I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Like just have lost all and I mean, and hopefully you're okay with me asking this, but like, we don't have to go too much into detail, but you're in sales. Like, is yeah. anyone, is anyone looking to spend any money? So the one, the one thing that I'm able to do is I, I do, one of the things I sell is financing. So I'm basically selling money and right now people do need some cash flow. So there, I do have a little angle here. Oh, okay. Uh, luckily, but like the other, that's the only thing I'm able to sell. Like I sell different, you know, things related to promotional products, but financing is the only one getting any play because nobody's going to spend on marketing services right now. Like marketing's the first thing to go yeah, during that, any kind of and crisis. Like for what you do. Like conventions are a big part of it, and like yes. there are no conven- there are no gatherings. There's no like interfacing meetings. Which Dude, I had great going. trips lined up. I had San Francisco in June. I had Chicago in July. Like awesome places during the summer that I was really excited about, and I do not think any of them are going to happen. No. So with that, let's just updated. Last week, I think we both settled on like mid May for baseball. <laughs> yeah. Where do you Where are you now? I'm telling myself July first. Because I'm just hoping that there's going to be a season. Once I saw that they're going to want a month of of spring training, is that what they, they said? Back, I didn't see that. That's anyway. what I heard. The players' union is going to want at least three weeks to a month, and then that they can't even get together until mid-May. It's like you do a math, you do the math. I'm hoping for July. Yeah, because that's the thing is um, the the back and forth between the players' union and the league is going to get interesting once we even have a possible date that like. You can get people back together because there's all sorts of stuff with like uh, service time. Service time's the biggest thing. Like, is free Mookie, agency is Mookie Betts a free agent after this year? Like, yeah, the Dodgers traded for one year of him. They're going to want a full year of Betts, exactly. Yeah, uh, or like, 
Even if they said, yeah, well, they could end up with like a year and a half now. Right. If everything would get pushed back and then we would get, what would we get? 10 years of coal? Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, so no, I don't know if it would be on like player contracts. Like, I think that's still up in the air of like who's going to get paid or who's not. They're still figuring that out. But just from a service time issue, because it's like there's a hundred, you need to be in the big leagues for 172 days constitutes a season. Mm-hmm. And like the clock isn't starting on Thursday. And that's a scary thing to me is look at all the things that have to be sorted out. Service time, the schedule, you know, paying the players, the the collective bargaining agreements up at the end of this year. Like there is so much going on and so many factors at play. Like, do I trust Manfred and his gang of goons to get it together in the next month? Like, I don't know. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I was very hopeful for mid-May. I could see what you're saying for like July. I fear that we're not going to have a baseball season with the the Olympics pushing a year. And like, I get it because there's, in theory, there's more training and there's more athletes, more people coming from all over the world. Um, And they have to take longer to set it up. And like, there's way more prep work. Well, that's all all like pretty much. I mean, at this point, you know, we're three months before when it was going to happen. So a lot of that work is, is done. Well, at least like the buildings are built and all that stuff. My but lack of Olympics knowledge is, is shining through here. <laughs> I took a class in college on um, where I had to do a – I had to put together an Olympic bid. I forget like what city I had, but I had to do – it was like a 200-page like formal – like I'm bidding for like Vancouver. Oh, my God. That sounds hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very hard for a joke degree. A lot of work. Yeah. It's like doing a 200-page paper in Clown College. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm starting to get worried about it. And we try to stay pretty apolitical on, like, all this stuff. But I just think, in general, like, the government's doing an awful job. I, no, I agree. I don't think we have the resources. I think Donald Trump is uh, – he's campaigning. Like, he's doing more campaigning than presidenting right now. Uh, I'd have a lot of respect for him if he just came out and said, like, yo, the economy is going to take a hit, but like lives matter the most. Um, And I think he's dancing around saying the opposite. And I just I my fear is right now they're saying like people will be back in April, like the president saying we'll be back in April to just like going to work like everyone. No shot. No shot. And Bill de Blasio is saying no, not at all. Like, there's no chance of that. And Cuomo saying no chance. Um, Delaware has told people, I think the state of Delaware has said until May 15th, don't go to work. And like, where Philly's right on the border. So like that plays into a lot of businesses here. Like if I live in Delaware and my company in Philly says like, we're open, I have like grounds to stand and say, no, it's not safe. And if it's anything on the bubble, why would you go? It almost feels like the U.S. We're like the Starlin Castro of countries. Like we were the best, you know, a while ago. We were the top prospect coming out. Everybody wanted to be us. And now we're like, okay, you know, a slightly above average country. That's kind of how it feels like. We're the Starlin Castro of countries. We're almost like the Jose Fernandez, like a ton of potential. And we're just driving <laughs> right into some rocks. No, it's, it's even worse. But yeah. no, I mean, and in the beginning, you know, Trump was being a tough guy. We got it under control, and then we clearly don't. I think that's no, really I, obvious. No, I, it's definitely disappointing. Yeah, and so with that, my fear is that we try to go back early, 
and then things get dramatically worse, like as a society, um, in terms of just like people being sick and, and, you know, and then, so now here's my next question. If, when is the date that it makes no sense to have a baseball season? So like, let's say everything's good for August 1st. Do you run a two month baseball season? I would, but I don't think they will. And at that point, like... I think once the calendar turns to August, we're, we're screwed. I think there's also, like, you know, there's opportunity to play without fans. And I can tell you, if they play the games with no fans, like, I understand doing that, but I care dramatically less. Like, dramatically See, I would still less. be... I would just be so excited to watch... I mean, if it's July and there's finally Yankees baseball on, I won't... I mean, it'll suck. We love going. We're big... You know, be there in person, guys. Like I'll take anything, man. Yeah, that's what makes like that's a difference maker for for us. Is that like we go, um, like the girl on Friday's show, Vanessa. She lives in like Vancouver Island, British Columbia. Yankee fan has never been to Yankee Stadium. I'm like, that's there's crazy. a lot of people like. There's a lot of people like that. There's also people locally that are just like you know, it's a hassle. They don't want to spend eleven bucks for a beer. They don't want to spend fifty dollars to park, which is fine. But there's a lot of people that don't. You know, we forget we live in this bubble. We all like to go to games. There's a lot of people that don't. But I mean, it, at least it would give us something, something to watch. And I feel like that is the the last case or worst case scenario is they could theoretically just start and whenever and play with no fans, and and it would be pretty limited risk. So. Doing that, playing no fan. Well, the problem is, is then once a baseball player is sick, you're like, if this is still lingering and you get one guy in the system, you know, he hits a double, he's standing on second base. Now the shortstop on the other team's got it. Yeah, and they each be sick for a week, but they're all they're not an at risk population. So that is has is starting to be proven false. Like, okay, yes, so if I'm, you're, I'm if, getting exposed again. <laughs> if you're over eighty, like, yeah, you die at like eight percent. Or something like that. But if you are, but it's not like no one's dying in their 30s. Like people, people are dying from it in their 30s. Some have pre-existing conditions, but still, like even, I don't know. Like if I told you, hey, if you really like Skittles, and I'm like, here's a hundred Skittles, one of them will kill you. You're probably not eating that bag of Skittles. No, nah, no, you're right. We're also talking about. I mean, these guys are. Bigger, stronger, healthier, faster than ninety nine percent of the population. So you would think they'd be the least risk group. You would professional think. baseball players in their twenties and thirties. But look at how fucking injured they get all the time. Anyway, that's you true. Know. We ain't talking about hamstrings. Yeah. So <laughs> the groins. And then so then there's the the other element is if they don't do no fans, and they say, um, like, listen, we're back. It's July first. We're back, or we're coming back for Fourth of July. Whatever it is. Um, there are, and, and that's because let's say along with that, that would mean that business essentially opened back up in June, like businesses for the most part, uh, have opened back up. You have a lot of the population that will go March, April, May into June with no income. So now you open up stadiums and you're like, yeah, oh, also, by the way, it's a hundred dollars to sit field level. It's $12 a beer, whatever that is. I think even if you let fans in, like people can't afford to go. Yeah, that's true. But you're also going to have people like us that are so pent up to go that'll be like, screw it, we'll pay. 
So that's the other thing. The other thing that gives me hope is that Rob Manfred is so greedy and the whole league is so money hungry that like it would kill them to have no game revenue for an entire year, to lose an entire year of revenue. That's why I think they're going to do everything they can to do something, even if it's I've seen, I don't know if you've gone into the rabbit hole on Twitter of like possibilities, but people have thrown out like do a 60 game mini season and then some sort of tournament. Like I think they are going to try and do something to get some gate receipts because I mean, it'd be catastrophic for them to get zero revenue this year. So if they did, so I've, I've thought about this too. So if they did a 60 game season Mm -hmm. and then, so like, I even wonder like, if it's not 60 games of like August, September, but let's say it's just like July and they're like, listen, we can come back in July. We can get an 80 game season or mm-hmm. like, a, or maybe like, you know, an 80 something game season, or we could do a 60 game season. And then like a, whatever the math is, like a 24 team tournament, best of three, then five, seven, sure. you know, whatever. Is that, I mean, did that team win the world series? Whoever won that? Like, are they the same? Oh, if we win the World Series, you best believe I'm going to be flying that flag and buying every championship shirt. I don't even care, man. I just want to. I just want to see baseball. I want to see playoff baseball, and I want to see it at Yankee Stadium ASAP. Yeah, I know people are like it doesn't count. It's not the same. The last what the last well 2018, 2017 were tainted championships. You know they still got their trophies. They still got their rings. I don't really. I haven't even thought about that. Would it be the same? I just well, want to see them play. I know you. You're just fiending for it. So I did. Uh, I don't listen to Scott and Andrew's show um, mostly because of Andrew. But no, I'm kidding. I just don't listen to other podcasts. If um, I saw a clip that they threw out, the idea of let's say you just you don't open the big league stadiums, you just go back to spring training stadiums. And they play an abbreviated season in those stadiums. It's less people. You know, I saw that idea. But then at the same time, it's like, well, half them are in Florida, which is like the worst place on earth. Right. Like, that that would make sense to me. That, that would that would be weird. That, that would maybe that'd be like the only thing that would make it feel like it wasn't a real season if they weren't even playing in the real stadiums. Plus, it would be hot as shit in Florida outside in July and August. True. Be pretty miserable for the players too. Hundred degrees and humid every day. Thunder. It rains every day. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know if that would work. It, I mean, so that's just like there are so many things that are working against us, and the main one is obviously coronavirus. How do you think other sports factor in? Like, if the NBA decides in May or end of May we're going to resume, we're going to play the finals, the playoffs, or, or whatever they're doing. Do you think that might nudge Manfred in the right direction, or do you think he's not going to be paying attention to what the other sports are doing? I could see the NBA coming back with a uh, with no fans because they have to finish. They were like ninety percent done. Yeah, there were only there were like sixteen games left or something like that. Ten games left, so something along those lines. I could see them coming back with no fans. I uh, so I there are a lot of kind of factors in play for that, like NBA versus baseball. So NBA, uh, their arenas first of all are, are obviously smaller, so it's like less staff. Uh, I don't think I think they can play without fans. Uh, as a league, they allow so much more digitally that baseball doesn't that in terms of just like sharing highlights. And I know like baseball has, you know, let games become available now online because of. Uh, oh, boy, of we can watch a game from 2018 for free. Thanks, but like, Rob. And, and like but they're the last league to do it. 
they're yeah. always behind on that. Whereas like the NBA, you know, Adam Silver even said, like, if we can get, you know, 24 players into quarantine for two weeks. So we know everyone's good who those people are and we get whatever supporting stuff. We need all in their own quarantines for two weeks. We could do uh, an all-star game like for charity, for entertainment, like entertaining, you know, the country. So they're already thinking about like the things that they can do. I've seen proposals of them coming back, playing like three games a team and then doing a bigger playoffs. Um, And if you're just broadcasting it like that works, if you're not worried about, you know, fans being there, uh, I think I just think the NBA has a lot more flexibility because they were further into their season. Um, and they're way progressive, way more progressive and way smarter than their superstars are just better. Like they have superstars. I, I don't believe there are any superstars in major league baseball. I think a rod was the last one. That's valid. Harper wants to be, but he's wants to be, he's, but he's not. Mike Trout yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, Aaron Judge has the opportunity. He's got to stay healthy. Only because he plays in New York yes. on a hundred win team every year. If he was playing anywhere else, yeah, wouldn't matter. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. I mean, yeah, we, we're going to be looking at what the other sports are doing, and you know, obviously looking in the mirror at, at what baseball's doing too. But now it's very it's very scary. You have to think though that they are going to want to salvage some money. I mean, think about the networks if Fox can't broadcast the world series tbs and all these networks that a lot of money on the line that they are not going to want to lose so i think we have that going in our favor the owners are going to want you know same thing but they're going to have to figure out refunds in terms of a schedule you could play play every team in your division twice you know four game series in each park okay play and then play every other team in the american league once like let's say we go to oakland for four then we host seattle for four and that's, I don't know, six, that's like, I think, 70 games. I mean, that, and you just got to figure interleague play is gone, done. Yeah, I mean, like my wife threw out, I was talking to her about it. And she was like, well, they get rid of interleague play. I was like, good, you save 12 games. Right, like, that's, that's like 20, you know, yeah, yeah, 25. It, it, it's not a big chunk of the schedule. I think it's just going to be interesting to see, like, kind of how the updates come out. Or, you know, and, and I mean, Rob Manford is in such a shitty position because he did such a bad job with the Astros thing. And the Astros have, you know, fucked him by putting him in this bad position. But like, I've seen Adam silver on shows like on ESPN on get up, like talking about what they're doing, what we're trying to do. Like, Hey, we got a couple players who've got it, you know, um, Manford, if you put him up there, like throw him on first take or whatever the hell they could get up, whatever the hell they call it nowadays, cold pizza. Um, Those shows suck, by the way. Yeah, but you throw him on there, you got to be like, all right, well, the Astros. Like, he doesn't want to answer those questions. He's going to be asked them. No, for sure. And, the, dude, the Astros are, of course they're getting by scot-free with this, right? I mean, they were they were all set to come back and get booed and have bloodthirsty fans in the stands giving them hell. And, of course, they avoid it. And people might forget about it by the time baseball comes back. Like, you could so see them escaping clean, I think. I don't know if they'll escape clean, but it is a matter of just like there are other priorities like in the world. As opposed to booing and beaning Altuve. Yeah. I mean, you'll just be happy that baseball's back. I'm at the point where wherever the Yankees open up, like I'm just going to go. Yeah. Did you ever think that you would be sad about not going to Baltimore on a Thursday? Yeah. (laughs) 
no, like, no. I am watching The Wire right now. Speaking of Baltimore, I just started it. Um, speaking of quarantine activities, yeah, man, you're doing. You're just starting The Wire. Just starting The Wire. I'm five episodes in. Okay, listen, season two, just just tough through it. Just, that's what everybody says, and that's like how Breaking Bad was. It's just the worst. It's the worst season by far. Um, okay, it, but like it's still better than you know Big Bang Theory. <laughs> like you know, there there things could be oh, worse. God. Once you and The Wire is one of those shows like you had to get uh, through. Like you got over that like three episode hump. You need to get through three episodes yeah. before you're like really into it because there's just a lot of characters. It, yeah. And it, yeah, the structure and all and all that. But yeah, no, that was on. People say like the trilogy is like that, Sopranos and Breaking Bad. And I've already done Sopranos and Breaking Bad, so I just want to finish the trilogy while I have time here. I'm doing the the Marvel universe. Oh, I saw you were tweeting about that. See, I can't get into that superhero stuff. Like I never have. Like I okay. saw Iron Man in 2008, like in passing. You know, like yeah, it's just on. I've always had a server full of movies, so it's like oh, yeah. one time I saw that, um, and then. I think I've seen part of two because I just watched two. So I've seen part of Iron Man two. I watched the Incredible Hulk today. That's a piece of shit. Sounds um, boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like I got nothing else to do because like I'm not even working. Like I'm not even fake working. Right. This really sucks for you. You were getting ready for a, an awesome paternity leave going to Yankee games every day. So many things planned. I had so many things planned. I know. I know. Every, everybody's getting boned. And dude, I'll be honest. I looked at the I'm, – I'm kind of a – I guess a masochist. And I look at the forecast for Baltimore on Thursday and it was like – 62 and sunny and i was like oh would have been perfect oh i looked at it it looked fucking beautiful <laughs> i know i know um it's gonna be weird waking up thursday like my biological clock is gonna be like time to go to camden yards and then not gonna go yeah no it fucking stinks how's your dad taking it we're just you know kind of texting talking about different scenarios what would the schedule be like same thing me and you were doing just spitballing but nobody knows everything I, it hasn't hit yet though like it's not going to really hit until we get into like this weekend when I'm supposed to be going to games and then April. Like that's when it's really going to hit, I think. Yeah, it's going to be it's it's going to be rough. Um in terms of the schedule, uh I know we both watch and I'll tweet it out if you haven't seen it. Uh there was a ESPN 30 for 30 short, The Schedule Makers, uh that came out a couple of years ago. I know you watched it. And it was just a thing we touched on uh last week that until 2005, the entire baseball schedule was just done by this couple. Sweet old couple in upstate New York. Yeah. Or just, wherever they are in New or England. Like Maine. Yeah, some yeah. shit like that. And it was just like mom and – like she's into crossword puzzles. He's an architect and loves baseball. And somehow like they got this job. Yeah, I don't, and they they bid on it, and it was such a metaphor for for what baseball's done. Like they did it from 1982 to 2004, and then just like everything else in baseball, the computer geeks and the analytics took over. And I love the example they used. Where in 2013, Mariano's last year, the Yankees ended in that you know shithole park in Houston, and that was Mariano's last game. Was it was it the juice box? Even like uh, I mean, the next year, Jeter ends in Boston. Right, right. Like same yeah, thing. it's Boston, but like still. Those are the, the kind of things that that couple always – I think it's like a, an 11, 12-minute thing. Like it's definitely worth checking out. But like they would deal with the human element because like, yeah, you could plug it in and be like all these teams have to play. Like here are the rules. Boom. But that doesn't factor in like on September 4th, Cal Ripken's breaking the, the streak. Exactly. That like was he, another good he example. He needs to be in Baltimore for that. 
to when they were reading off the requests, like Baltimore wants to start at home. The Blue Jays don't want to be at home for Canada today. The the Seattle Mariners have fish market week. Like factoring yeah. in all those stupid complaints and requests must have been exhausting. The twins don't want to be home for fishing season. Right, right. I mean, there, some of them. I was so like, what stupid. is that? That's the whole summer. They just don't want to be home all summer. <laughs> And to factor all of those in and, and you know, it, it was kind of sad to see that a lot of teams, you know, gave them shit because they weren't really a real – they weren't MIT. They weren't Harvard. They weren't this like souped up uh, company with a reputation. So it gave teams, like they said, more of an anchor to kind of, you know, give them hell. Yeah. If you're trying to, if you're trying to fill your time, like definitely check that out. I'll tweet it 15 out. minutes. Nice yeah. and clean. Yeah. Nice. It gives you some baseball. It'll make you a little sad. Um, but currently – there's no NBA, no NHL, or MLB. You might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're, if you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit their website and join to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Wow, that's up from 50% last week. It's up to a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online, your online wagering experts. I mean, dude, I started playing stocks this week. Yeah? Like, like just day trading. Like, <laughs> sh- like, boom. Let me throw. And like, listen, I'm starting off small. But I was just like, yo, let me throw $1,000 at Barstool, watch it for two hours. It goes up like $2, and it's just like, great. I just made, you know, like $200 or whatever it was, you know. Something to well, fill the time, and it's kind of exciting. Yeah, just like something. And I'm watching everything that goes on with like the Fed. Um, eventually, at some point, I'm going to be probably like possibly on Wednesday when this comes out, like I'm going to be betting against the economy, which – I really like the movie The Big Short, so I'm pretty, pretty into okay. that. Yeah, um, yeah. Just trying to fill the hours of the day is it's tough. I just bought an Xbox, and I'm not even a video game person. Nice. I just bought one because I was bored. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. <laughs> a lot of people. Are I doing thought that. it was going to be only 100 and 170 bucks on Prime. I thought it was going to be like you know 300 or something like that. It was pretty cheap. All my friends are they're, probably, they're about- getting ready ready to put out a new one. That's why. That's that's why. But all my friends are always talking about playing Call of Duty and they all have the headsets. I'm like, I guess I'll cave and start playing this game because I just have nothing else going on. Yeah. And that's something I never would have done. Dude, I bought this. I bought MLB the show to play in the the Bronx Pinstripes tournament. tournament. Oh yeah, who yeah. Who won that? I think it's just it's in the second round now. I got fucking scraped. They put me as the number one overall seed. Like Duke. And I'm just like, they were like, ah, oh, we picked it randomly. And I was like, well, repick it. I, Who'd you play? Who beat you? Do you even know the person? Or I, listen, the guy who I played had no interest in like talking. He, he had a friend. There was another guy, like his buddy, who's also in the tournament who had just beat someone. I'm in a party chat. They're just talking to each other. And then, uh. yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, so what's up? Because like part of me was like, hey, I'm JJ from Bronx Pinstripes. Like, this could be a fun chance for you. Maybe I'm yeah. thinking too high of myself. But, like, everyone who I've been doing the podcast with, like, they, you know, hey, when we're not recording, they're like, yo, can I ask you questions about Barstool or, like, George's Box or whatever? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, these got no interest. Uh, I think they were teenagers. 
I got beat. It was either 12 or 16 to nothing in five innings. Yikes. Oh, they five inning you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was bad because I downloaded the game. I played like right when you download it, it throws you into a game. So I played 11 innings, 0-0 ball. But I'm playing on probably like rookie. I have no idea. And then, um, yeah, then this guy. And then I played three innings against Frank Marco. He was up like 6 nothing. Uh, and then I played this tournament, and I just got scraped. I just wanted to get on and, like, talk shit to Scott. That was my right. goal, was to just stream have, and talk shit to Scott. I have a theory that playing online video games, it's kind of like pickup sports. It's only fun if you know the other people or you're friends with them. If it's not, like, like if you ever played pickup football or pickup bas- basketball with random people that don't know you, like, to me, that's no fun. It's the same thing with video games. I'll play with my friends. And, and, you know, talk to them on the headset. But if you're just playing somebody random in Call of Duty or, like, Madden, like, you can't talk to them, it's not as fun. You, you got to kind of know the person. Yeah, and it, it becomes, like, too competitive. Yeah, for, and I don't care that much. Like, yeah, these guys, like, the guy who I played is in this for money. Like, he's in there to win the money. Well, there's all these esports. Like, there's, like, teams and, like, organizations and yeah. owners and, and video games now. It's crazy. It used to just be for fun, and now it's a business. Yeah, like, I was just like, yo, I'm here to play. I write for the website, and they're like, yo, we're here to win. Get some <laughs> fucking money. And I'm like, all right, man. I get it. Do you do the thing where you'd get, like, the baseball cards and, like, have you played online no. since then? Or? No. Okay, yeah. Dude, I haven't touched the game since then. I yeah. paid... $60 for the game and then another $10 so I could play people online because you need like the PlayStation Network aside from like because all else I play is Fortnite and you don't need PlayStation Network for that. Ah, uh, okay. So, um, yeah, so I just spent $70 to have some kid kick my ass and then I'll do Road to the Show. Like I'll play the thing where you start off as a minor leaguer and build your way up. Like maybe I'll do that at some point. That's but, fun if you're a pitcher, I guess. Yeah, then that's what I do. Yeah. Like, but... Besides that, wasted money. No, I, I, I feel it. But there's nothing else to do. I wouldn't have, and I bought the show too. I also have a PlayStation Four. I don't even play video games, and I'm staring at a PlayStation Four and an Xbox One, and I suck at video games and don't even play them. But that's where we're at. Yeah, I mean, we both watched along with probably the rest of like society, uh, like a tiger murder, like polygamy, whole thing. What was it even called? Tiger King? I forgot. Joe the- Exotic is electric. Jo- Tiger King. Yeah. So for anyone who didn't watch it, this shit's on Netflix. Everyone in the world is watching it. It's yeah, it's amazing. Six episodes, seven episodes, eight episodes, something like that. Yeah. Between six and eight. I watched the whole thing. I know you did too. And it's just about these people who collect animals like exotic animals like tigers and lions and ligers and tiger cubs and then they have their own zoos that they own and people come and pay to take tours or they go places with like baby tigers and let you take pictures with them and and all this stuff and then there's a lady who also collects tigers and lions and all the same thing and runs this same business but is like i rescue all mine these guys are terrible. Don't like trying to fight them. And then like maybe one lady, maybe someone fed their husband to a, a tiger. Yeah, I think Carol did. Like, I think Carol did. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. I don't give a shit about spoilers. We're all home. You should have watched it already. Yeah, like this lady probably killed her husband, got away with it. Joe Exotic is the man 
but he's like this. I don't even know how old, like gay guy who's got two young husbands. Then he gets like a third young husband. And there's a guy in Myrtle Beach who's doing the same thing, except it's just young girls and getting them all boob jobs. Yeah, they didn't really touch on him that much, the the South Carolina guy. He was like very minor part. It was mainly Joe versus versus Carol. I think he's just like the smartest one of them to be like, ah, I'll do a little bit here, but I'm not doing too much. That's true. No, it was it was awesome. It was like a Nat Geo mixed with like a murder mystery, like a nice 50-50 hybrid of those two. Because usually if you want to see tigers on TV, it's just like, oh, the tiger walks through the forest and it's like boring. This was actually electric and it had some sizzle to it. And that guy ran for governor and president. And president. <laughs> yeah. He could have been our president right now. Imagine right now with all this going on, we're going right to the, the White House lawn for President Exotic. How would Joe Exotic handle the corona crisis? He would do what everyone thought happened with that fake picture from Russia when people thought <laughs> Putin just put lions out on the streets so people stay in their houses. Honestly, I think it would only matter if like if if the Tigers can can't get corona, I don't think he would give a shit. As long as his Tigers were fine and they weren't going to they weren't going to catch it, I don't think he would care. Yeah, I mean, listen, since I've watched that show, every night I go to bed just thinking and Joe Exotics behind bars right now. It's a shame. <laughs> Messed up. It's a shame of a country. So that's like you're into binging. Like when you texted me, like, "Yo, I'm watching this," I was like, "Oh wow, I thought you'd just be staring at a wall thinking about baseball." <laughs> I've been doing some of that too, but no, I was that was that was pretty electric. I liked it. And like once you get into it, I like the ones that are like how it was like a mini series, like small commitment, one season, you know, six seven episodes, then you're done. Yeah. Plus everybody's everybody's talking about it. But yeah, like I would have never watched something like that if we weren't. See, we I, being see, I would 100% have watched that. Like, I don't miss that regardless. Okay, Middle of baseball season, I still see that. You would still watch that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. never Whatever would. the big things are, like pop culture, like, yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't watch Love is Blind. So, like, I, there are some things I miss. I choose not to. And that's because, like, I just did The Circle on Netflix, like, two months ago. So, it's okay. like, I pick and choose my spots. Some do, you things, have all the, do you have all the streaming so I have One, Netflix, Amazon. I don't have Hulu. Okay. Um, I just started a trial of Disney Plus today, like a seven-day trial for free. Okay. So I could watch these Marvel movies. Right. And then I also I have a server um, that has like – I have like almost every TV show and movie already. Uh, that's cool. Oddly, I was missing Iron Man, so I signed up for uh, – um, what the hell, for Disney Plus today because I didn't want to get off the couch and get my computer to make it download. But, that is a pain. Uh, all right. I figured we might as well. Let's talk a little baseball. A little Have actual to. baseball. Need the fix here. Aaron Judge had a collapsed lung as well. Go to the doctor, man. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Dude, what are they going to tell us next? It just gets worse and worse with him. It's very – the updates on Judge are very cringeworthy. When you think about the team, the doctors, him, like how bad the communication is is just downright scary. Yeah. You ever been – so this, uh, this is a weird thing uh, to say. Hey, have you ever, have you ever been to a bar and like the bartender like is missing an arm? Like I went to a bar. I remember specifically I went to this bar on the Upper West Side one time, and I was hanging out for a while, and then uh, someone was just like, "Oh yeah, you went there, yeah, with the one armed bartender," and I was like, "What?" And I was already drunk, and then like the person I was with was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Wait, that guy had one arm," 
And it's just like, I totally missed that. And I feel like that's the Yankees medical staff for the past like five years. Like, oh, yeah, you've broken everything up. Ah, shit, just didn't notice. My bad. Just ice it. Yeah, just yeah. Throw, get some ice on it. It's like when they tell the story of, uh, I guess, like Mickey Mantle, how he tore his ACL in the uh, 1951 game one of that World Series with DiMaggio called him off and he slipped on the drain and he had a torn ACL and they just said, ice it. Like, yeah. we're still doing that 70 years later. Yeah. That's just like, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, like, from a recovery standpoint, Judge, uh, you know, the lung should be good. You know, they're saying the lung's good. The rib, there was no bad news. Said slight healing, still yeah. not cleared to swing. Ah, not, not great. Yeah, I mean, I think they're waiting. Like, this is now just bought time. So it's like, either he's going to be good in May which, you know, we're talking a month and a half away, you know, he's either going to be good or, like, there won't be baseball, and then if he needs surgery, like, just get surgery and he misses nothing. It's like This would have been a disaster if if baseball was starting on time, and and he wouldn't be able – and I don't think he'll be ready to go regardless till end of May, June. I mean, can you imagine – and all the people judge can't stay healthy. This is why the Yankees shouldn't extend him. Like, you would have been hearing so much of that. I mean, I'm one of those people. I'm not necessarily don't extend him, but, like, don't extend him yet because he just – he's shown that he can't stay healthy. Uh, see that that does bother me because 2018, like he got hit on the wrist, that wasn't his fault. He's really had one. I mean, the oblique that that's an injury prone type injury, and now this is coming up. He hasn't missed any games from this technically. I just think like ever since he got hit on the wrist, everything's kind of gone to shit with, with him. I mean, he was having a good 2018 until he got hit on the wrist, and then he you know he was able to come back. He had a great postseason in 2018 for the for the five games or whatever that they played, and then you got the oblique. But the oblique has really been the only like muscle type injury. Yeah, but it's just it's not like in Stanton where he strains his calf every other week. I mean, the oblique is kind of similar. I mean, just tall players historically don't have long careers unless like, like Randy Johnson. You know, if you're a pitcher, it's different. But going out there and, and running around every day, I think it was like Richie Sexton's, like the only really oh long, God. tall player. That's that's a name. I mean, other we than- had him for like five minutes, didn't we? No, I don't think so. Did we? I think in like 2008 we had him for like. I want to say he was a Yankee at some point. Let's see. He played 97 yeah. to 2008. This is a great thing about no baseball. We could just. Oh yeah, he did. He retired oh, a Yankee. Oh, was it 07 or 08? 08. Okay, I knew we had him during one of those. In July 18th. So he got released in 2008. He signed with the Yankees. He did well collecting a hit in his first at bat single, bringing uh, Bobby Abreu in to score. Wow, we're really throwing it back. One for three. He only hit one home run, a grand slam as a Yankee. Okay. Yes. 22 games. He got released on August 24, 2008, and that was the end of his career. He's in the Vernon Wells, Travis Hafner, like Lance Berkman category of like these guys that were good 10 years before we got them. Oh, yeah. The early like 2010s was a lot of like my wife just being like, where did this guy come from? And I'm like, oh, a trash heap. You know, like <laughs> Eric Chavez. Oh, he might have something left. Eric Chavez. He played good for us. And yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Okay. That was a while, like twenty. Yeah, it was like 2011, 2012. One of those years that A. Rod was hurt. Cash brought him in for nothing. I wasn't he the third baseman during uh, the suspension. That that might yeah maybe it was it was thirteen fourteen then. Yeah, I'm pretty no, sure Brian was, Ka- twelve uh, eleven and twelve. 
Yeah, I think A-Rod was, was banged up in 11 too. I'm pretty sure Brian Cashman just signed a baseball and gave it to Billy Bean and was like, hey, can we have Chavez? No, we got him on a minor league contract. And then he uh, had he just a shit ton of injuries. He was always banged up. Yeah, but he um, – we do have that gif where he threw the baseball to I forget what pitcher and it hit the pitcher in the head. So there's that gif of him like throw it and be like, ah, like his face right as it hit him. He lives on in the, in the digital world. Yeah. Yeah, there were some nobodies. Those were dark. Uh, Kevin Euclid, you remember that? They yeah. had him for like 15 games. I hated that he was a Yankee. We had Andrew Jones for like two seasons. Yes. Andrew Jones. Fucking he hate. was fat by the time we had him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hated Andrew Jones when I was a kid. Because 96. He, yeah, he hit those home runs. Game I, one, right? And he was like 19. I remember being like 11, I was 11 years old and just saying like, if they win the World Series and he has champagne... They should arrest him like a little fucking narc. A little cop. Yeah. What a dickhead. Uh, the good thing is that if the Yankees did play baseball today, if the season was starting, Giancarlo Stanton would be there. He would be ready yeah. for opening day. Love it. He's yeah. good to go. Told you not to worry. <laughs> you did. I'm pretty sure you weren't, you weren't anticipating this exact scenario, but you did turn out to be right on the Stanton front. Yeah. So we know, we know whenever, you know, whenever we get rolling, that's one outfielder back. Yeah. Whenever, and Judge still up in the air, but we know Stan will be there. Yeah. We'll have Stan there. I just think we're so far, like we have, I don't think we've hit the bottom yet of this whole thing. And when they talk about like going back to work, you know, because that's just like what we hear on the news is like going back to work. They're talking about mom and pop shops. They're talking about restaurants. They're not talking about 50,000 people in a stadium. They're not talking 50 guys and coaches and all this stuff, you know, on a, on a field like within there, like the people it takes to run a team. So you're talking like 100 people just there. Like we're far off from those gatherings of people. So I'm not worried about Judge. I'm more, I'm worried about baseball, not judge. No, that's that's fair. I'm probably I'm much more worried about baseball as a whole and just getting a season in than I am about judge at this point. So if Stanton, you know, just for shits, if they are able to come back and, and judge and Hicks are still out, you playing Stanton in right field every day, you DH him because I want him in the field if Judge and, and Hicks aren't there, because he's still a good defender. Yeah, I think at that point, like coming out of this, it's just you just almost you ask him, like, where do you want to play? Right, right, left, or DH. Yeah, what do you want to do? You want to play left and just get used to left because that's where you're going to be. But, like, hey, if it looks like Judge is going to be out for a while, like, you know, come play third. You know, come play uh, come play right. Yeah, right. Like, right's his natural position, but, like, Clint and left is kind of scary because it's a lot more ground to cover in Yankee Stadium's a deep alley. So you try to think about where everybody would fit. But I think that's one of the underrated parts about Stan. I know he has some flaws in his game, but he is a great defender when he's out there. He's a plus defender. He's got a great arm. He's got plus range. He's good at tracking the ball. He can rob home runs. Like I prefer to have him in the field. Now, if he's going to strain his calf game three on a routine fly ball, then then sure, I see the argument to DH him. But in a perfect world, I, I want him out there on the turf. I think at the same time, uh, we're not going to have to deal with like those cold spring games when a muscle could come up. Right. right? So right. that kind of works in our – you know, in our it favor. should favor the bats because the our bats are. I mean, I feel like since I started watching, you know, two thousand two thousand one, I feel like the Yankees bats are always cold when it's cold in April. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough for everyone. 
Yeah. And I mean, you just got to juice up those balls. You need to bring them. You know, man, yeah, Manfred's going to be coming in hot. Got with it. Those. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's just this. I, I talked about it last week. This could this could cost Clint his shot because like these guys are going to get back. Um, and it's just like it's so weird to even speculate on all this stuff because with all the weird injuries that we've had and like today we find out Noah Syndergaard's getting Tommy John surgery. Like you, who knows what these guys are doing because like they're trying to stay in shape. There's you know they've been told like you're going to be told to come back at like the drop of a hat. They're not going to be you know maybe because. With everything that we're seeing, like we look to the news and the government to like give us instruction on this, but you know, every date that they give out can just be pushed back. So it's like, oh, you know, like right now my wife is told, like, hey, you're working from home till April sixth, but like that's probably pushed out. So I got that same email today. <laughs> yeah. It's same date. So like, yeah, you've got at least they're just saying, like, all right, it's not this week, it's not gonna be next week. We're hopeful. But then next week you'll get another week tacked on. And so you can't really do that to baseball players. Like they're going to be told they're going to get like three days notice. I'm sure they're building themselves up. Like you got to think they're on some sort of maintenance program where they're still throwing every five days. But how much do you want them doing that unsupervised? Because now you've got Syndergaard who needs Tommy John. Right. And now you're talking about unnecessary wear and tear with a guy like Tanaka who's got half a UCL. Yeah. Yeah, Tanaka Paxton, should be who's made anything. of glass. <laughs> yeah, Paxton should be laying down. Uh, I mean, we had Cole playing uh, catch with his wife. She could fucking sling it. Yeah, she was a pitcher at UCLA softball. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even and look her that whole up. family and that. her brother is Brandon Crawford. Who is, I know that. I don't know if he, yeah, if he's still the shortstop of the Giants, but yeah, she comes from an athletic. What a dirtbag-looking guy, Brandon Crawford. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he looks like a homeless guy. Brandon Crawford looks like the guy who kills Patrick Swayze in Ghost. He just got that like he's just like Clay Buckholtz with muscle. Like that's what it is. Just that greasy like hair. Um, yeah, she had the footwork. I was really impressed, and I don't think we ever got to the bottom of it. But it sounded like it was Boone holding. The I camera. think it, I think it was, and you would think that Cole. I'm sure he bought a house because like, I know Boone lives Greenwich area, Connecticut. I'm sure Cole Does, bought a house he, there. I thought Boone lived in Westchester. Boone's got Boone's Connecticut. Oh, okay. Because I know yeah. Cashman's Connecticut. Because uh, well, if you go just over the border in Connecticut, the taxes are just better than Westchester. They're they're rough. okay. The property taxes are so awful in Westchester. But um, Greenwich isn't Greenwich like the most expensive place to live or one of them? It's like the richest, but it's not necessarily okay. the most expensive. Okay. Um, because you're because like Greenwich, like it's just like Greenwich, Coscob. A um, couple places like that that are all like good and affluent. Like there's no ghetto in them. Whereas like in Westchester, there's still ghettos. Okay. There's still Yonkers. There's still Mount Vernon. Um, I think it sounded like Boone though. It did. It sounded just like him. I'm just. I was just picturing him there. Imagine he was just like, you know. But well, first of all, why are you guys getting together, Boone? You shouldn't be there. You. Who knows where the hell you've been? Who knows where Colton? Like, stop doing that shit. That because that's what we're doing. We're hitting the point where people are like, "Oh well, well you didn't do anything, and I didn't do anything, so like we can hang out. We're good, right? You, you know, it'd be like if our like as couples, like, hey, you've just been home. We're home, like, come on over. But like, you know, Jamie, in this case, like Jamie works in a hospital, 
So she's interacted with people like who knows. Or like, you know, you don't know. Like, I'm the one who goes to the grocery store for us now in this. Like, I'm the sacrifice. I'll go out. I've run all the errands when they need to be done. Like, who knows what the hell I'm touching. (laughs) So stay away from each other, Yankees. I think, and I think Judge has stayed down in Tampa. I think he's still there. I think, and dude, there, did you see the video? It was just DJ LeMahieu taking ground balls by himself. Like, does he even know that this is? He has no idea what's going on. (laughs) No idea. Because his AI hasn't updated to let him know that he should be feeling anything about this. Right, right. No, seriously. Yeah, the video, it was just such a sad video. It was just him by himself and one coach hitting him grounders and like him dropping them into a bucket. But also, like, he's in a free agent year, he's in a walk year. There you go. Another guy. This affects so many, and it just affects so many guys. Yeah. I mean, I so in, like, he's a guy who I'm 100% like we need, I'd like to extend him. And watching, are, are you a big football fan? Yeah, I'd say so. So I'm not really a big football fan. Like, I'm a Giants fan. I watch, you know, lately, my thing has been the Giants season has been over before the Yankee season's been over. So it's like, by the time I'm out of baseball mode, I'm like, Oh, well, we're giants are one and six. Yeah. Yeah. Like who gives a shit? Um, But watching them like open their like off season, I'd be like, oh, let's like, let's, I wanted them to sign DJ. I want them to sign him because I want him, but I also just wanted them to sign him so I could feel something. Right. Do something. I don't think they're allowed to, I don't think any transactions are allowed right now. Like, didn't they freeze trades and extensions and all that? I don't know. Have they? I, I, I'm pretty sure that you're not there. There's like a 30 day nothing period right now. Like I think I think the sport is the sport is shut down luckily. And like there was football free agency last week, gave people something to talk about. I think there'll still be an NFL draft. Can you imagine how big of a night the NFL draft is going to be? It's going to be the only thing. But it's not going to be like they had the big thing planned in Vegas. They were doing yeah, it but in from the a TV perspective, fountain. but everybody is going to be locked in on TV, even if it's just uh, Goodell in a room by himself. That's what it's like, going to be. Yeah. I'm not going to watch that. It's like I'm watching gonna... them take attendance. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? Something. It's like that Bill Burr bit when like people were upset about Michael Sam, like kissing his boyfriend when he got yeah. drafted. It's like, that's what you deserve for watching the draft. The <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, Bill I, Burr. I plan on watching for um the Vegas thing of like they're going to bring these guys up in boats it's in the Bellagio fountain i was going to check that out but like i'm not going to watch them take attendance a billion things to watch i got the whole marvel universe you got to watch hey, ant-man you, that's exciting you got a lot of, you got a lot of work to do did you watch yeah, the, def- uh, the Burt Kreischer's new special on that no what's that what's that He's like a he does a podcast with Bill Burr. It's like similar humor. It's very oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. might like that. Then I like Bill Burr. I like Gaffigan. Chris, what is it? Chris Delea. Chris Delea. That's my he's dude. Good. He's he's yeah. got a new special out on the fourteenth. Okay, nice. Very excited he's, for that. He's a good Twitter follow too. Yeah, he's a good like everything follow. His podcast, like a one man show, is kind of tough. I catch the highlights, but um, I I, I just don't like one man podcasts. Like I don't listen right, to Bill yeah. Burr's either. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot to keep going. Yeah. Um, I like that Cole's staying loose. I like his wife's footwork. You know, maybe we get her like a coaching job. I was going to say she's got an arm. We got Rachel. We got Rachel. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But yeah, why not? Yeah, I was I was impressed with that. I mean, 
I think you could tell us we're like getting to the end of this. Like we just need fucking baseball, man. We do. So are you, let's say the Yankees open up. I don't know. Oakland. In are o- you going like, are you down to go wherever they open up? Or are you just going to wait for the home opener? What day of the week? This- what day of the weekend? When is it? Get- let's say they, I, you would, th- I think they're going to open on a Friday and do it for, with weekend series. So let's okay. say it's a Friday night in so some, a- and where you have to get on a plane. Okay. So it's a Friday night. In what month? It's a Friday night in early July. Uh, possibly. Okay. Possibly. Like, I'm down to go. I got, a, I got this baby. So right. It's like tough to be like, yo, Corona just ended. I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to fly across the country. I'm going to go. Especially like you threw out Oakland. It's like I'm going to fly into San Francisco, which is like the worst place for this. I picked a hard place. I picked a terrible place to go in terms of Corona and then the shittiest stadium I could think of. Yeah. Like if it was like Anaheim, like, it's just because like Oakland and San Francisco are the same place. That's true. Or what, I don't know. Minnesota, like something like that, where it's like you have to get on a plane and it's not like an elite yeah, destination. Yeah. Um, I would be. Yeah, I think even just from like a content perspective, I'd be down to do it because like. We're doing this and we're talking, um, you know, I recorded these podcasts for the week, making some kind of content. But, like, we had so much planned, like, for spring training. I had so much planned for stadium meets. Like, I had had a call with the Yankees about, like, the new menu that, like, didn't even get released. Um, you know. A lot of our stuff was front-loaded, too. Like, we had the Baltimore series. We had April 4th we were doing stuff. We were both going to a bunch of games in April, the 26th. Like, we had a lot of stuff early. I got a GoPro to put on the dashboard of my car to record us driving. Ah, would have been awesome. I bought man. a car. <laughs> I bought a car for us to drive to games. Let's not forget this. I went to a dealership and was like, here's 21 grand. I'm walking away with this Jeep. We're going opening day in this. Yeah. And then, yeah, May 9th, I mean, we had the stuff planned. It was so depressing. So the the Bronx Pinstripes event, the Friday for that Cubs series, I bought tickets separately, like, for that Saturday. And they came in the mail, and I, like, opened the tickets. I'm like, damn, if sports were still a thing, this would be pretty cool. Wait, for and what just, game was that? It's the Saturday. It's the day. It's the only one of – it's the only Saturday night game oh, okay. the Yankees have on the schedule. That's 715 Cubs game oh, yeah, 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 for the yeah. weekend series. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, oh, sa- anytime they play Saturday at 7 – it's kind of a treat for me because obviously we've talked about this. One o'clock is a pain. It's such to get a pain. I mean, yeah. uh, even when I lived, uh, you know, fifteen minutes from the stadium, it was yeah, seven o'clock Saturday night game. I mean, you just you got your whole day, right? It's way better. And the other thing, even if you live in the greater New York area, like if you live on Long Island or you live in North Jersey, it still takes an hour to get to the Bronx. Yeah, I mean, I lived ninety fifth and third, so it was like fifteen minutes door to door. Whether I took the train, whether I Ubered, like whatever it was, didn't matter. That's my one complaint about the, if I had to have one complaint about the Yankees, like why do we have to start every Saturday game at one o'clock? No other team does it. You ever realize that? I don't really pay attention to the other teams. I have no yeah, idea what their schedule's like. I yeah, uh, no, I've I've just realized it and I'm like, man, like three, four, five, six, seven, uh, you gotta do one. Because all the Sunday games are at one anyway. Yeah. It's like, I wish they did more of them, but I just think they're like, you know, at a certain point, you know, families are doing stuff like maybe, you know, at night getting kids to go like, you know, it's easier to get kids to a one o'clock game than a seven o'clock game when they're off. 
That's true. Or they know that the visiting team is going to want to go out that Friday night and go to a club and stay out all night, and they'll be hungover. I, I've had a lot of time on my hands. I don't think when tell. they were making the schedule, that old couple <laughs> in Maine was like, you know what? They probably want to turn up. <laughs> Picturing that sweet old lady being like, let's turn up. They were re- they were a really nice couple. That was the ending was kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, well, they're old. who knows? They could be dead by now. They're old, and especially with Corona. Right, they'd they, be at risk. They had Corona, they bite it. They it's bite been, it. It's been, and they haven't made the schedule. They haven't done it. It said their last year was 2004, so. Yeah. It's been, it's been, no, it's been a while. Years, and they were, yeah. Well, hopefully they're alive. Um, yeah. Besides Syndergaard, we should, touched on Chris Sale, Tommy John surgery. Yeah, that's big. I mean, dude, if there's baseball this year, the Red Sox are going to be terrible. I mean, I think that's partially why. He did, like because there were rumors that he needed it last year, and you know maybe he was just like, you know I'm, I can try to pitch through it. You know some guys can pitch through it like Tanaka, you know he's pitched through it, but it's like ah we stink, Corona's going on, I'm getting paid anyway, might as well sit at home. Does this does this kind of stuff scare you though? Like do you think Sale and Syndergaard were told, hey look there's pretty good chance there's going to be nothing this year. Let's do it now. Because those are two guys that, like you said, were on the fence. We're maybe going to get it. And now it seems like maybe this thing is kind of what pushed them over the edge. Yeah, it's a thing that I'm concerned about. Um, Also, like, when is Syndergaard... See, Syndergaard is... But, like, with Syndergaard, he's only making, like, 600 grand this year. Like, he hasn't gotten paid yet. So he might be trying to get... um, well, he's a free agent after next year. So if he gets it, let's say he comes back at next year's all-star break, he could still have a dominant second half and get a contract. Like he's doing it like almost just in time. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like come back, show he's healthy. And that, you know, so it kind of makes sense from a bunch of ways because, you know, who knows if he realistically is like, yeah, we have a shot to win the World Series. They he's know. also a guy that needs he's also a guy that needs like Tanaka's crafty enough and he has five different pitches and doesn't really rely on velocity. So he can kind of get by with that partial tear where Syndergaard, he basically just throws as hard as he can. He doesn't think he he I don't think he'd really be able to pitch with a partial tear like Tanaka can. Yeah, no. Here's my concern is these guys are like, did Sale have it yet? Or he's just announced? Like, I, I just don't know if it's it's a tough look to be like, I'm having this elective surgery when the nation is saying, like, we need. Yeah, everybody's saying that. But, like, baseball players don't follow the same rules as us. Like, I, I didn't even think twice about that. Like, people were like, how could, how is Syndergaard getting the elective surgery in New York? Because he's Noah Syndergaard and he's a Major League Baseball player and they could do whatever they want. Even where he's, getting, simple. In, he's getting it in West Palm Beach, Florida. Is that it? Okay. Well, he's getting it. Yeah. That, like, they these just, guys can do whatever they want. They, they don't follow the same rules as us. They just sedate you with coronavirus there. <laughs> Dude, the, the Florida tweets, people on the beat, like packing the beach at clubs. Yeah. It makes, it makes you at Goose Island look like social distancing. Yeah, it makes me look like a saint. <laughs> You're probably, I, when I saw one of those, I was like, Nick's probably just like, ah, I'm saying I'm not that bad. <laughs> yeah, and no, it made me feel a lot better. They Florida seems just so far behind in uh in all this. Yeah. Yeah, like Brandon Cuddy, the Yankees beat writer, wrote a story. Like they have nothing to write about at this point. He wrote an article just ripping Florida and, and how 
you know, dumb the people are and how they're not paying attention to anything. And like, that was his Yankees feature for the day. Like these, right. These beat writers are probably, what are they doing? Dude, if you're a beat writer, so you got to think about it. Like, I mean, a lot of it's online, but newspapers are dying. Um, and so many, I mean, we always hear about, you know, the post or the daily news, whatever, like they're always trimming things down. And so for some of these guys, like, yo, you're 40, you make 70 grand a year. This is the time of year that you like earn it and you can't. And financially, like the economy is, you know, may struggle. Like it could get bad. This could get pretty bad. Bad for them. And they really earn it like on Twitter. Like I feel like a lot of people, you know, you're following, you're not necessarily following these guys to read their stories, but you're following them because you want to hear what's up with judges wrist or Hicks's hamstring. Like they're the first ones to get the updates. And now there's no updates these guys have no value. They have no news to give us. I hardly follow like any of those guys because I, I follow like a couple of them. I don't really give a fuck about what any of them say because for the most part, it's just like Aaron judge update, like still two more weeks. And it's just like 40 guys tweeting the same thing, adding no character to it. Oh uh, no, I know it's, there's, there's no, there's no character or creativity involved, yeah. but I, you know, I just want to know. And they're the ones that are in the room with Boone and I'm not. So that's why I follow them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, this is a, um, this is a tough week because we're supposed to be ramping up to go to a baseball <sighs> game and we're not. So we'll be back next week. If you want to come on one of the mini episodes and just talk about anything Yankees, feel free to fill out the form that George's box has tweeted and I've tweeted and we'll, um, we're going to keep it going. We're going to come up with ideas. If you have, you know, if you just have a question for us, like tweet at George's box, something you want us to cover, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. We're really just trying to fill time till baseball comes back because it's just getting depressing. Nick's watching fucking wire. Can't believe yeah. it. Oz is another good one. People, I've heard that one. I've, I've Ozark? watched um, Ozark. I watched the first season. It was pretty good. I think I trailed off after the second season. The third okay. season's coming back. There are a lot of shows that I wish I didn't give up on. Now okay. that I have all this time in my house, I'm like, <laughs> ah, you know, like, but like there's a certain point where you're like, ah, that doesn't quite make the cut. Like, I'll keep it moving. But now I'm like, ah, jump me back in. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I mean, I don't know when it's going to be, but... Whenever we get the date, it is going to be pandemonium. It's going to be... Like, imagine so they exciting. announce, like, you know, June 18th, like, we are going to be going nuts. I'm going to be so excited whenever that day Well, that's comes. the biggest thing, and, like, this sounds very bad because, like, I have a baby and everything, but, like, yo, I just... I don't have anything to look forward to. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, There's we've talked about this. because, like, everything is up in the air in general. Like, I'm supposed to be going Thursday to opening day, Saturday to a wedding at the Bronx Zoo. I'm supposed to be going then to opening day again, then Saturday game, then the Wednesday and the Thursday the next week. Like I had a lot of shit going on. And so now it's like, all right, well, I've got a wedding on June 13th. That's up in the air. Everything's up in the air. Yeah, I'm officiating a wedding on June 20th. I had all these plans because like obviously I had a baby, so I've been tied up for a while. I had all these plans to like spend time with this couple that I'm marrying. Oh, to get to know them. Like and- I know them, but like, you know, it, it just felt like the right thing to do. They're Yankee fans. Like they were coming May 9th. Like there was a lot of, you know, and now it's like, you know, like I know them, but 
like, tell me the things that I need to know to do a good wedding. You know, like, tell me how you met or, you know, whatever. Right. right. Like, Funny re- story, inside yeah. joke. Like, let me go out with the guy. Like, I'm more, I'm closer with the bride. Like, let me go out with the groom and get a bunch of beers. Can't do that now. Um, so it's going to be interesting. And then it's like, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know when. And then the wedding that's canceled this weekend is not canceled. It's rescheduled October 17th. I could be in the middle of a, a playoff run. That's that's no good. I, I've got weddings. October I'm dreading getting invited to an October wedding. Just to like a little tangent here. Like every time like we get a wedding invitation from one of like Jamie's friends or one of my friends, I'm like, please don't be in October. Please don't be in October. Like that's the only thing I can I can think of. Like I'm dreading getting that wedding invitation. October 23rd. Come celebrate Rachel and Joey. Like, no. No go. Yeah, I've got weddings October 16th and 17th. I've got October 16th at the Atlantic City Country Club on a Friday night. And then on Saturday at the Bronx Zoo in New York. Well, that could still make a home game if so I don't know. My thing is if like let's say there's the playoffs are going on, the Yankees have a home game and they have like a one o'clock game, maybe even a four o'clock game. I go to a playoff game in a tuxedo. Yeah, we'll see. I can do that because I would spill. Five o'clock wedding. So I just go, I skip the ceremony. I catch a couple innings for a four o'clock game. I'm there by six o'clock. Do you spill? You wouldn't wouldn't spill on it, you don't think? Well, no, because I'm I'm wearing a tuxedo. I'm going to make an effort to not spill on it. That's true, but I feel like you know when you got you know you're sitting in a baseball stadium, see you're balancing food in your lap, those you know the souvenir cups, the beers. It's, it's tough to not spill anything. You got ketchup, mustard, mayo, sweet relish. A lot going on. I mean, no, I mean it's just like it, think about how funny it would be though if like you're standing next to me at a playoff game and I'm in a tuxedo. That would be hysterical. It'd be fucking hysterical. And like a pea coat, because like you need a jacket too. So it's like I'm just dressed to go to a black tie wedding. And That's I just what had they to did stop in the 20s. Off. You ever look at like pictures from the 20s? Yeah. Everybody wearing suits and top hats. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, I just, you know, I popped in real quick. <laughs> All right, man. I don't know. This stinks. Getting tired of being at home. Doing yeah, nothing. Doing nothing has been ruined. It has. Yeah. Well, hey, we don't know when we'll see you for opening day. We don't know when the parade will be, but we'll see you at the parade. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website 
are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.